The National Desk, Conversations, America's News Now. I'm Jan Jeffcoat, and welcome to episode 37 of the National Desk Conversations. Every weekday, we invite newsmakers onto our morning television broadcast to discuss topics everybody's talking about. On today's podcast, we revisit our conversation with former Acting Commissioner of Customs and Border Protection, Mark Morgan. Lawmakers on both sides of the aisle upset the CDC officially announced the end of Title 42. Texas has already filed several lawsuits against the administration over the border crisis, and now attorneys general from Arizona, Louisiana, and Missouri are now also suing the administration for lifting the policy. The complaint reads in part, quote, the suit challenges an imminent man-made self-inflicted calamity, the abrupt elimination of the only safety valve preventing this administration's disastrous border policies from devolving into an unmitigated catastrophe. Joining us right now, the former acting commissioner of Customs and Border Protection and visiting fellow at FAIR, Mark Morgan. Mark, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Jan. So we have seen the court system rule against the Biden administration in the past regarding concerns at the border. Should we expect to see the same with this? Yeah, Jan, first, the only thing I disagree with this statement a little bit is we're already in the middle of an unmitigated catastrophe along our southwest border. And although I can't predict what the courts will ultimately do, what I can tell you, this lawsuit is, is exactly what is needed to once again try to prevent this administration's uh, yet another disastrous border security um, uh, policy. Look, we know that in this country and the whole world, we're not completely past COVID. Um, we, we, we are being told there's a new variant. Look, we've done our part, we've been tested, we've been vaccinated, we've been boosted. But the reality is of the 150 different countries which illegal immigrants enter our country, many countries are not. Haiti, for example, has less than 1% of their population fully vaccinated. So what this will mean real quick is that now an, a family of four, five, six can illegally enter our Southwest border, walk up to a border patrol agent and say, oh, by the way, we all have COVID. The border patrol agent will have to say now, no problem, come on in, and they'll be released into the interior United States. Jan, it just defies logic and common sense. And we know this is not just a Republican or Democratic issue. We know that uh, senators from Arizona, both Democrats, we got Cinema uh, as well as Mark Kelly and, and even Democratic Senator Joe Manchin calling this termination a, quote, frightening decision. And then you've got Congressional Progressive Caucus Chair Pramila Jayapal saying this is a momentous day for immigrant rights activists and immigrants and refugees everywhere. Title 42 was a cruel and discriminatory policy that circumvented U.S. law, preventing people from accessing protections established by Congress. Mark, what do you make of that statement and also the divide that we're seeing in the president's own party on this issue? Yeah, first of all, look, what, what most of the time what comes out of uh, this congresswoman's mouth is just absurd and, and really is of no moment to me and it shouldn't be for the rest of American people. But what I think her statement represents once again from her position is that she's more concerned about her personal ideology rather than the pursuit of meaningful policy and legislation that will actually serve to protect America and think about America first. The other part of her, her statement, just a flat out lie, Jan. It's a flat out lie. This policy was designed as a public health policy. It wasn't there to circumvent anything. It wasn't there to take any rights away. What it was designed was to reduce the further introduction of a deadly global pandemic into this country and it saved 
countless America lives and presented suffering. So she's just on the wrong side of this. And the last part of that is she's more concerned about the perceived benefits that Congress provided immigrants from all over the world. What she should be concerned about is the protections enumerated under the Constitution of this country, of which she's a part of right now, that says they should do everything to protect uh, this country from threats outside the border, and they're doing the opposite. And Mark, as we know, and as you have mentioned, every city in America is a border city. In fact, this is how fentanyl is coming across the borders, according to House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. He says there's enough fentanyl in America right now to kill every single American seven times over. He said it's the leading cause of death right now in people 18 to 45. Explain how you believe this will exponentially increase this, this drug crossing our borders. Yeah, Jan, this is, this is probably the most important question that, that is really important for the American people to understand. This is why I don't understand why securing our borders has become this political divisive issue, this right or left issue. It shouldn't. We've talked about it before. In a 12-month period, 100,000 Americans have died from a drug overdose. As, as uh, uh, Congressman McCarthy has said, it's a leading cause of death between uh, adults of 18 to 45. The Border Patrol agents, including Blaine and Judd, who live on the border, on our front lines every single day, are talking about how our borders are overrun. This is how it works. When you have a massive historic level that we've never seen in the history, in modern history, the amount of illegal immigrants flowing into our country, breaking into our country illegally, that pulls resources off the line. As the one Border Patrol agent, the union represented said, that leaves large areas of our border unsecured, unmonitored, unpatrolled. It's literally wide open. It's a wild, wild west. We've handed over the cartels. They exploit it, and drugs are pouring into this country at exponential levels. This is about border security, and it needs to be done. Mark, before I let you go, I want to ask you a quick question on the law enforcement in our country being targeted because you've worked at all levels of law enforcement, including LAPD. Just this year alone, more than 100 officers across the U.S. have either been shot or killed in the line of duty. We're talking January, February, March. Take a look at these numbers right here. That is a 43% increase from last year, a 63% jump from 2020. These are startling numbers, Mark. What is driving the violence we're seeing against officers nationwide? And what's the solution here? Because it's going to be very, very difficult to attract the best in blue when we see stuff like this. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's keep in mind, and this is as we progress, uh, resources and technology and, and, and other uh, tools are, are improving for law enforcement, like ballistic vests, yet we see this extreme uh, uh, spike, as you just outlined. Look, the, the system in our country is predicated on a continuum. Legislators who pass law, law enforcement enforces law, and prosecutors who prosecute those who violate the laws, and of course, judges are part of that. If any element of that process breaks down, the whole process breaks down, and at the end, criminals are emboldened, and this is one result you're going to see. So when we have woke DAs that refuse to prosecute criminals, or judges who pass lenient sentences, or we have movements like defund the police or social justice reform that get rid of, that gets rid of bail completely, you are sending a message loud and clear to the criminals. They are emboldened, and this is exactly one of the results that's going to come from that. Mark Morgan, great to see you on this Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, Shan. That's episode 37 of the National Desk Conversations. Join me each weekday morning from 6 to 11 Eastern for the National Desk, America's News Now. Check your local listings or you can stream it on our website, thenationaldesk.com. Our podcast comes out twice a week with fresh newsmaker interviews. The conversation continues. Until next time, from the National Desk, I'm Jan Jeffcoat.